I'll mess it up. <laughs> Welcome to the family with Dustin Ibarra, Nate Stevenson, Andy Rappernard, and Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Join me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal as we talk cars, how to buy them, how to lease them, how to make the most of your money, and much more. What's it going to take to earn your business right now? Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard Podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it. That's a cuss word. <laughs> yeah, kind of could. It could oh, be. Man, it could be right. It got close. The Spanish the is a little. Yeah, the kind of sounds even worse. <laughs> hey, I like your puta and your kind <laughs> yeah. That's good, Dustin. That's good really pickup good. Line, right? One of the great things, in my, and that is so weird that it happened to me today. Because Dustin comes in, and I grew up with the, the Ibarra family over in North Minneapolis, right? So we come back from commercial, I'm introduced, and I go, David Ibarra. Somebody I knew 60 years ago, <laughs> David Ibarra was the guy. He goes, David, my name's Dustin. I went, what did I say? I mean, it just popped in my head. That was really weird. No, yeah, you don't know that many Ibarras. So whenever it's kind of like, ah, yeah, these are the They were nice people. Good-looking people, too. Really? Oh, they're not my related at all. Oh, here <laughs> we go. Yeah. Oh, that's why you're getting all those cam offers, Dustin. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? That makes sense. Really? Some Latin thunder or something. Latin. <laughs> that's what they call me. Hey, we went with Punta Cana and now Latin thunder. I, this is working for me, man. We got all kinds of stuff going on here. So things are good. Yeah, things are good. You Can't complain. Good. You Thank healthy. you. Been being healthy, um, working out every now and then. You want a kind bar? I brought one in, and I'm not going to eat it. You want it? Yeah, I'll take it for it's later. Very healthy, Thanks, man. man. Yeah, 
I like that. I like these little snacks when I'm on the road, you know. Yeah, and that's not bad. It's like 190 calories or something. It's not a ton of sugar in it. And this is caramel and almond and sea salt. Oh, once I see sea salt, I'm like, ah, oh, this is healthy. You're good to that's go. You know, yeah. Exactly. Oh, my God. So I brought in this this Pepsi, and the guy out front goes, so you got Pepsi today. You usually have Coke. And I said, you haven't met my daughter, have you? <laughs> she, You know about this Fairlife thing with the Fairlife dairies? No, what's going Coca-Cola on? Coca-Cola owns a, a dairy company called Fairlife Dairies. They have video of the workers beating the hell out of the cows, just for yeah. no reason, just beating really? the hell out of them. Yeah. So my daughter's like, don't ever drink Coke around me again. I'm like, okay. Uh, so what? my wife, who's sitting down there, usually yeah. Nate's sitting now, she, she looks it up, and she enters what? She enters news on Coke. <clears throat> and of course, yes. <clears throat> that didn't go to, did not Coca-Cola, just Coke. Yeah, some real fast like news anchor. Like, all right, here's what right now. Oh my God, China, what the hell, dude? Yeah, so I was like, honey, I don't think that's going to work too well. I'm almost certain about it. But you well, know. Pepsi's probably got some uh, skeletons in the closet. Do. I mean, they all do, don't they? Yeah. You look now, and it's like, oh, well, I only killed two people, so it's uh, okay. Great, that's yeah, really like, all right. They're all right. They're cool in my you, know, you know, I found out. You, unfortunately. And you're probably too young to know who Dr. John the Night Tripper is. Do you know who that is even? Mm-mm. He did a great song back in the mid early to mid-70s called uh, Right Place, Wrong Time. And it's very... Andy, could you find that for me? Just play a little bit of it. Dr. John just died yesterday at the age of 77. Oh. I didn't know this, but he was missing the ring finger on his right hand, and he still could play the piano. I, mean, oh, wow. I, don't, I don't know how the hell you do that, but... Uh, I found out he also lost his finger because he got shot in a drug deal. Well, so in the <laughs> finger. Yeah, he took his finger right off. Oh wow! So apparently, oh, there it is. Yeah. This is Doctor John the Night Tripper. Just died, seventy-seven years old. This is his real voice too. He did not make this voice up for this song. You want me to skip ahead or? No, it'll start in about another twenty seconds. But he got. I should take over now that he's dead because I can do that voice too. I was in the right place. See? You know this song, don't you, Andy? No, but I've heard that voice before. I was in the right place. No, but it must have been a wrong time. Yeah. I was in the right thing. But it must have used the wrong line. I was in the right but He does kind of sound like a mix of that and Joe Cocker. A little Joe Cocker. Yeah, a little Joe Cocker. You can never tell he's from New Orleans, could you? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, my favorite line in that whole song is, and it really is too bad because he was a really, really nice guy, very, very talented guy. Went to prison for two years on a drug deal and got out. And then he's, uh, he called himself the Hoodoo Man. Either, either, either Doctor John. The his real name was a Mac. Was it Mac Runaback? I think it was his real name. But he decided to go with Doctor John the Night Tripper. And there's a line in that song. He goes. And I enjoy every who I meet. <laughs> Whoa, man. He got real urban on that one. Well, one wild. Of the, Malcolm one of, John Rebenack. Rebenack. Yeah, yeah like one of the songs that I was introduced young, remembering, and I and it distinctly remember it, was that song New Looks from National Lampoon's European Vacation. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he's got a cool voice. And then I kind of, and yep. then I'm like, oh, he's awesome. So. Yep. That was my first introduction was through National Lampoon. <laughs> that was my first introduction to boobs, I think. <laughs> European vacation. Were there like a ton oh, of boobs oh, in that movie? Right. Yeah. Back in the day, they would just get naked, man. Beverly D'Angelo. It'd be a comma. Yeah, oh, but I don't think she was. Oh, I think, I think she it was a bunch either. of German, like, 
It Rust. was a German chick with Rusty. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what it was, right? <laughs> Rusty was chatting. Got a German girl with Rusty. My mom well, would make Clark, me leave the room and well, stuff. Clark was fighting with other guys with lederhosen's on. <laughs> oh, God, oh, that's right. <laughs> I, I loved it when he got out. That wasn't European vacation. It was regular vacation. When he gets out of the station wagon and... East St. Louis, I think. Oh, yeah. He's saying, hey, bro, what it is? <laughs> He's asking for directions, and the guy's stalling with them so they can steal the caps. <laughs> hey, some big old white guy. Hey, bro, what it is? Yeah, oh yeah that's going to go really well, Pally. <laughs> Those movies were phenomenal. Oh, amazing. They were really, really good. Oh, the best, dude. That original Vacation. Vacation Christmas Vacation were my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were very good. Christmas oh, Vacation was like on another level. Phenomenal. Oh, my God. It was. Yeah. We watch it every year. And Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> when the old man's trying to light a cigarette and a squirrel comes out of the tree and takes his toupee right off his head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, man, <laughs> unbelievable. I got old man with a voice yeah. like He did. He had that voice. Yeah, he was married. Merry Christmas. <laughs> okay, well. I love Aunt Bethany. Oh, God, yeah. Aunt Bethany. Well, that's when Randy Quaid, is that, is that, yeah, Christmas vacation, when Randy Quaid comes pulling up in his RV. <laughs> yeah. He walks out the next morning, he's draining something into the sewer system. Looks up and goes, shitter's full. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just dumping it right in the sewer system. Thank you. Merry Christmas. The shitter was full. <laughs> Stay on his bathrobe and black socks. Uh, you've seen that before. <laughs> uh, no doubt about that. Isn't that the, you know, it's got to be ter- terrific to be in the business. Now you say you're living in Los Angeles, so you're on a lot of different things. You, you've been on, what, about 10 TV shows? Yeah, oh, I'm lucky. Are, ixnay, nay. Uh-oh, okay. Don't bring <laughs> that up Do I have to leave? <laughs> <laughs> JB, now, okay, wait, should we set a different shot clock? Because usually J- JB nods off during the show. I'll wake him up. Not enough. Does that work there? It will. What are you doing? Oh, you need a headphone? In the business, they call that a lapel mic. A lapel mic. He's like a preacher from, uh, yeah. See, I was a... I'm a and little bit older suck. than you, so it was a lavalier back when I was. Oh, a lavalier. You actually might be right. I think I made it up. Right? I had a lapel. <laughs> I might be completely wrong. I've always called it a lapel mic, but okay. technically it is called a lavalier. Uh, I heard Alex having trouble with it yesterday. Oh, my yeah. God. My daughter wears that thing, and then she does this. You know, when the guy, so it was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's don't do that. It's one of those things on set, like, sound people will get so mad at you, man. Because yes. I'll be like, like if it's like you set down a glass, like, at the end of the scene. Yeah, it sounds like, like you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, hey, could you not do that? Because it's really, like, I can't even hear what you're saying. I was like, man. Sorry I set down a glass. <laughs> yeah, you know, let me try to act like it's like, feather. How many TV shows you been in now? About 10? A good amount, yeah. I've been really lucky, yeah. yeah. No, it's not. Well, yeah, there is luck. There, well, but, and but yeah, I've been. Uh, you know, I've worked hard. I've been there, put myself in position, and everything. But yeah, just got just really fortunate. Um, took me forever to get one like that actually came out on uh, right. a regular series, regular. Mm-hmm. Kevin probably saves the world, and that lasted mm-hmm. for like sixteen episodes. So that was cool. Yeah, absolutely. Because I've done ones where it's like I was did one like probably like six or seven years ago with a Fox, and we filmed the. We filmed like seven episodes, and it just never came out. That happens a lot. Really? It was very weird. And I, and it's so, like, that taught me a lesson of, like, don't put things on Facebook. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't tell your mom. Yeah. You buy your car. Wait till you hear yeah. this one that's coming out. Well. Yeah. Who's that? What's that series? 
ran one episode and they just canceled it. Swamp Thing. I Swamp saw that. Thing. Yeah. That's, right. That's exactly right. One episode, gone. That sucks. That's got to be kind of worse if you even air it and then take it away. Know. You know, just like, why, why would you do that? What? I know they shot 10 episodes of it, too. Yeah, why not just put it out there? That's I, so dumb. Well, because you got 600 channels. It's not going to really get in the way. Yeah, totally. Just put it out there, and what's the difference? Isn't it amazing, though, that you got 600 and some channels? Maybe it's not, probably up to like 900 some channels now, and there's still nothing on. How yeah. is that possible? I end up watching Food Network or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, exactly. You know what I've been watching a lot lately is movies... <laughs> And, and TV shows from, like, the 40s and the 50s. There was some funny stuff in the 60s, man. Do you ever watch the Beverly Hillbillies? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, that show was hilarious. That was man. a good show. Yeah. My favorite is they... It's so weird. I was just thinking about that show yesterday. You were? Yeah. Did you watch it? No. We're just thinking about <laughs> just it. Thinking you, ever, you ever <laughs> just heard of it? Not, yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it, though. It's about a family. He's out shooting. He's out hunting, and he shoots the ground, and his oil's some sprite and, you know, sprouting I, I be, up. Yeah, I believe he was shooting for some food. Food. Yep. The <laughs> ground came up bubbling. Uh, crude. Food. Yeah. Bubbling yeah. crude, yeah. yeah. Yep. So my favorite thing is... Oil, that is. This is how the world has changed. So so they discover oil. they got to, you know, make all this money. So they call Mr. Drysdale out in Beverly Hills, and they're going to move to Beverly Hills from the hills. Of, I don't know where the hell they are, probably Appalachia, something like that. Hmm. So they move out there, and there's this big mansion with a big gate and all the rest of it. And the Clampets get there, and they look up and go, why are they going to put us in prison? (laughs) (laughs) They think it's a prison. So then the cops show up, because they're dressed like hillbillies, like a really rough dress and all the deal. So the cops show up, and Mr. Drysdale from the bank comes by and goes, you have to understand something. This is one of the richest families in America. Why, they're worth $25 million. One of the richest families in the world. Oh, wow, yeah. I don't think so. That won't even get you in the Illuminati. These days. <laughs> well, might not. That's, true. That's a very good point. Well, when was that? Let's see. That was 62. 62 yeah. Let's yep. adjust uh, for inflation. There was a, uh, and it's the only one I can think of, there was a reoccurring black uh, character. In the Beverly Hillbillies? Yes. Who? It was George Benson. George no Benson, the singer? Yeah. Why was he in the Beverly Hillbillies? <laughs> because he was the distant cousin of one, of Earl Flats oh, or somebody. So he would show cousin. up every once, every once in a while to play the guitar. Oh, that's wild, man. <laughs> George Benson. He had a hell of a career right there. Yeah. $25 million in 1962, $211 million today. So he still wouldn't be anywhere yeah, near still the not there. <laughs> yeah. not yeah, that's He'd a lot of a, inflation, though. He'd be okay, though. Yeah, two hundred eleven million. That'd be a pretty good amount to have. Could have a one bedroom in Beverly Hills, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah, for, for two hundred eleven yeah. million. I could rent for six months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> could explain the well, whole thing. The, the funny thing was, you would always hear that Beyonce was worth more than Jay Z. Not she anymore. New. No. Not anymore. He's the first rapping billionaire. He is the billionaire. First rapping billionaire. Mm-hmm. So much money. Yeah. Oh my gosh. A billion dollars. And then now there's something. She, they were at the basketball game the other day. Yeah, I saw that. And got it, some woman got in trouble. Well, the I owner's wife. That, yeah. It was the, one of the owner's wife. It just, was? Yes, yeah, just leaned over and said, hey, what can I get you? And people got mad at her for doing that. Because Beyonce didn't handle it well. You can, you can look at Beyonce's body language because she was sitting right next to. Is she as big as she looks? I mean, she looks like she's about 6'4", weighs about 220, man. She looks, <laughs> she's a big person. Yeah. Amazon? Yeah, it might be an Amazon. One never knows. Rather attractive, but, you know. 
That's yeah. just how it you is. could tell with the body language though immediately she was yeah. put off yeah. or something and, right. then, and then all of her fans like swarmed Warned after the uh, beehive as they call right. it yeah. after this woman and she had to take down all her social media oh did she yes because yeah. it was being bullied her. being bullied yeah that, that happens though like I said my favorite I was just talking to them out on the lobby about this because they were asking me about it and I said isn't that great about once a month one of the newspapers in town calls me a racist <laughs> I love that it's like and you're basing that on what now? Well, we just kind of thought you, we'd throw it and out you there. Kind of, well, yeah, you fit the profile. Come there. on, man. <laughs> just throw it out there trying to ruin my career. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's all. Just and you rather tame these days. Well, what are you trying to I was racist before. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you were racist before, but I'm just saying. I am very well. I've become pretty much a centrist because I can't take that far left, far right stuff. <laughs> I can't take it. it, it you, you can't have it both ways. You know what I mean? First of all, explain to me on the far right, an 11-year-old girl gets raped and she has to bring that baby to term and have that baby the rest of her life, something she didn't even do? What is that? And then on the left, here's my favorite thing about the left, though. So climate change, you know, global warming, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, everybody should live cleaner lives, no doubt about it. We want a very clean life, so live a cleaner life, climate change. But if you're homeless and you want to poop on the street, throw your garbage out in the middle of the street, that's okay. Oh, you dude. can't have it both ways. <laughs> nah. You know what I mean? Gosh, dude, L.A. is like a freaking yeah. homeless town right now, man. Like, Are all those tents on the sidewalks? Yep, oh dude. On the sidewalks, you'll be just walking down the grocery store and just bam, you gotta like oh, walk God. over some dude like ODing on the street, man. Ooh. It is bad. It's like it's really, really bad. Yeah. yeah. It's really bad. It's gotten to the point where it's a little bit, they need to do something. And people are freaking out because I guess something right now is happening where they're trying to open a uh, homeless shelter, but it's in a really uh, affluent neighborhood. Oh, they don't <laughs> so, like that. I know. And they're like, exactly. So they're like, well, hold up a second. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're like, we want to but... Oh, we should take care of not my neighborhood now. Dude, <laughs> totally. Oh, yeah, that is always... so how it is, man. Just but... like the immigration thing, too, is dumb because I like live, and I'm Mexican. But and I live uh, when I lived in LA, I lived in this area, Pacoima. Pacoima it was in yeah. the north, it was yeah. really a Mexican neighborhood. And like every day, there'd be a bus that drops off fools from like Tijuana every day, man. Yeah, really? And then it would, it was insane, dude, because these dudes just like sit at the grocery store on the merry go round and just drink all day, man. They like pass out, but not everyone, but it's like <laughs> obviously, it's like a point where it's like, dude, hold up, they're not dropping right. these fools off in Beverly Hills, you know what I'm saying? They're not. That's true. We'll take a very quick break. Two minutes. Be right back. Dustin Ibarra. Tonight, two shows. Tomorrow night, two shows. We'll be right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. 
there's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. I think they want me to come back over to the station and cut another table. <laughs> we need you. That's who was called as a radio station. I don't know why, but they are. You know, it's been, I've been on a show for 34 years now. That's Amazing. awesome. It's unbelievable. I do have a good time doing it. But you know what you said this morning? It's very nice of you to say that because I, I kind of really love the fact that we just have conversations. You know, I love it, yeah. Like, hey, tell some jokes, Dustin. <laughs> yeah, really? it's tough. And I'll slip in my jokes sometimes, but it's got to yeah, be very what, conversation. Because like, sometimes like we go on the radio and they're like, all right, you got uh, 45, just do as many as you can, you know, and it's very like, well, so Dustin, tell me, like, uh, so uh, video games. They're like, oh, yeah, I love video games. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, you ever been playing a video game and this happens? Okay, uh, that's Dustin Barr, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, go see him at So-and-So Comedy Club. Uncle Chuckles. <laughs> Uncle Chuckles. Of comedy. And I also understand, I've never heard it, but I understand some radio hosts get mad if you're funnier than they are. Yeah. They I do, guess so. really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I always God. try to, like, it's very weird because you're going into a place where it's like you're this visitor and every like it's just like like you've been doing it forever you know what i'm saying so it's like it's a very you got to show respect and like just not like step on anyone you're cool but like (laughs) i'm always like paranoid you know what i'm saying well not around me you're not because you know especially like dudes in like mark like you'll be like this dude's like the king of dallas or something you know what i'm saying it's like oh i gotta be cool with this guy he could run my dallas (laughs) shows or something don't go see him yeah that that doesn't bar was a real prick huh like oh man you know that's only happened to me twice in in the 34 years having guests on and they were pricks (laughs) really i had to point out one of them was dennis miller actually oh well that's the perfect uh prick that's perfect yeah prick he is on me. To this day, he still won't talk to me. And that happened like 25 years ago. Really? But he came on and saying, like, okay, well, whatever. And I asked him some question, and he called me a mother effer on the radio. Oh, wow. But they were able to dump it. Yeah, yeah. But I said, God, you're a flaming asshole. And if I ever meet you, I'm going to drive my fist right through your chest. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't talked to him since. Yeah. But he's got a new thing that is running on, on the on KQRS where I work. Because he's got a podcast on Westwood One now. Uh-huh. And he comes on and he goes, just like this. It's really weird. So you could get my podcast any place, like on Apple Podcasts or... Westwood one, but anywhere you get your podcast, it's like he's. I'm, I'm really gonna wear myself out having to talk to you. It's like, what is that? Yeah, like just talk noise. Yeah, that's interesting. His he's his brother owns some comedy clubs. Too. Yeah, well, he's yeah. still is that Larry? Uh, Rich Miller. Oh, Rich Miller. Yeah, I think he's the one that used to work here at. I think he worked at. I don't know where did he work. Yeah, he was. I know he worked in town here. Are they from out here? No, no, they're from. 
God, I forgot where they're. Oh, they're from Pittsburgh, maybe? I think he's from yeah. Pittsburgh. But no, he was here running a club and I don't know, whatever. And the other guy that was, you might not even, you know, you even know who Andy Rooney is? He used to be on 60 Minutes. Yeah, yeah. Real old guy. Yeah, what is the deal with that? Yeah, yeah. plastic cups. Why? So he calls into the show, <laughs> and Mike Gelfand at that time was on the show with me, and, and I asked him a question, and Mike asked him a question. He goes, Ah, oh, it takes two of you to do this show, huh? I said, Yeah, yeah, it does. So right away I'm like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, my God. So I said, you know, then he then he took some other shot. And I said, you know, maybe we should reschedule this uh, to another time. And he oh. says, how about never? <laughs> how about you're an asshole? How about that? <laughs> wow. Like, good God. Why you want? Why would you want to be like that is what I don't understand. I feel like it's I, an it ego no thing or something. I yeah. guess. I don't know. But other than that, everybody's been great. Their dad didn't give him enough attention or something. Like, well, I, I always look at that. Whenever someone's yeah. like, like weird now, I'm always yep. like, oh, this guy probably was Well, like, you had the... The comic that um, didn't feel like being funny. Oh, the Rich uh, used to be on Saturday Night Live. Rich, what the hell was his name? He did the Sniglets thing. Remember Sniglets? Yeah. What the hell was I his have name? No idea. Rich. Can't remember. But the whole time he was on, because I did the show from the studio then. Yeah. Uh, and he was like reading something the whole time and not talking. We're on the air. Oh, I'm that's like, interesting. Yeah. He's reading is not talking. I haven't seen him since, so he's probably in the nut house. No, I was, I was mm. thinking of the guy who did all his advertising over uh, social media. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah. my God. He's so lucky he's still alive. And, he's, and, he's, <laughs> and he said he didn't feel like being funny. I don't feel like being funny today. Oh, oh, why God. would you come in here? What yeah, was his name again? Colin? So Colin something. Colin. <laughs> Colin, uh, oh, gosh. What the hell was his name? Oh, he was. Oh, that was so bad. And he le- and he left, and he didn't show up at House hey, of Comedy. Well, he no went to the way. airport. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah he, just- <laughs> he went to the airport and went home. Oh, that's like a mental breakdown oh, situation yeah, or something. Yeah. Like, what Colin, happened? He, yeah. What the hell was his last name? I'll look him up. Mr. Well, so he says Colin found my wife with my brother. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah. go. Well, then uh, Jimmy Schubert flew in. Right. Yeah, Jimmy so, Schubert flew in to, to cover for him. But he's on the show and he goes to me, I don't feel like being funny today. I said, so far you're successful. Colin <laughs> Colin Kane. Colin Kane. Yeah, oh, Colin Kane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I like funny. that tone. I'm one of those dudes, like, I'm one of those dudes that for some reason, like, people who are a-holes to everyone are, like, nice to me, you know? Like, because I try not to, I'm just very, but he was one of those dudes, he had such a reputation in New York, I remember. Um, And he was one of the first dudes I met. We actually, that that was one of the things that, like, changed my career. I did that stand-up for diversity show, and I remember he was on it, too. I remember thinking, like, wow, this guy's good. Because he does have that whole, like, angry, like, uh, New York comic thing Mm -hmm. to him, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was very interesting. Because I always look at it very, like, I look at comedy, I think, I, I look at it very blue-collar, like, it's a job, you know, make them laugh, you yeah, know, like, the it. show must go on, that type yep. of stuff, so it's like, it, very smart. I don't feel like being, I don't, you think I like telling my jokes? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Doing that, this actually. since I was 17, so talking about Long John Silver's, man. <laughs> You no, like but it's so. Too. I do. It's and it's such <laughs> I a. Do I do. It's fun. I'm, it's like the luckiest job in the world, I and it's like you just got to look at life. Like, wow, I could end up being one of those dudes getting poisoned in wherever we're talking about Boca Raton, or like. Yeah, yeah. I know it's called something else, but like, yeah, dude, we could, close enough. Yeah, just really lucky. I always like that's pretty ballsy. That's pretty ballsy right there. To oh yeah, say, he was, that was interesting. And just leave the comedy club. But uh, on the other side, I'll, I'll throw one at you from the radio side of morons. Mm. 
So Gore Vidal and I became friends back in the day. You know who Gore Vidal is? A great yeah. writer. Great writer. Uh, really good. But uh, Gore would come on the show, and then after a few years, he comes on, and he's on live, and he says, Mr. Barnard, because he always called me Mr. Barnard. He wouldn't call me Tom. He'd be Mr. Barnard, how are you? I said, I'm doing very well, Gore. So I'm talking to him. He goes, I have some news for you, Mr. Barnard. And I said, what's that? He said, I'm dying. I said, you can't die. What are you talking about? He goes, I am. I'm dying. I said, man, I feel because... I thought the world of the guy. I just thought he was a wonderful, he was a brilliant man. So I'm really sad, and I'm like even tearing up a little bit, thinking, man, you, Gore Vidal's going to die. And he said one more time, yes, yes, I am going to die. One of the people on the show says, right after he says <laughs> that, do you have any pets? <laughs> okay. so segue. It's not only yeah. people on the air, it's people on the show. <laughs> Oh my God! I'll never forget that. And I was like, Oh, uh, oh uh, my God! I didn't know yeah. what to say. So yeah, I saw on your Instagram you were like, what? <laughs> Is it a puppy? <laughs> the guy's dying. It's just, oh, whatever. Oh man. That's but so it, it's look. It's on both sides. It's some of the people in radio. Some of the people. Uh, it, it, you know. You can't pin it on one side because it, it bounces back and forth. So. Yeah. It's so weird because that's all you got to do as a comic. You just got to be, you got to do your stuff on stage, obviously. But then all it has, all you got to do is show up somewhere. That's all it is, just showing up. Right. You know? But you but got I know a very easygoing demeanor. That does help you a lot in interviews because you're just like, okay, well, whatever. I try to, yeah. I freak yeah, out sometimes, good. but yeah. You some, do? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get nervous and stuff sometimes. Um, Call me if that ever happens because I'll tune in the station you're on. Oh, dude, yeah. Like, if, oh, on set or something, I've, I've got, like, a oh, scene yeah. where it's, like, because it's, like, it's weird because you'll do a scene and, like, I remember one particular, I did this one in a dance club, and it's, like, everyone's supposed to be dancing, so you're, like, talking, but there's no music on so you're just, like, doing these lines, and there's, like, all these extras looking at you, and they want to be actors, oh, so yeah. I'm just, like, oh, they're probably just, like, oh, oh this guy yeah, can't act, you know, yeah, like, I, I freak out, dude, yeah. Yeah, that, that's got to be a tough road. Aren't those some really long days? Yeah, you? they oh are. It, it gets, it's weird, dude, because, and that's why, I guess I'm just lazy or something, like work. <laughs> it's so weird because yeah. a job is a job. Sometimes you just want to go home. And you, it could be like the best job ever, but you're I like, know. man, I, I kind of want to play that new computer game that came out. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah, I sound like Andy now. Uh, What's well, the latest game, Andy? I actually haven't bought anything in a while. Really? I've been too busy. Get We're Factorio. Moving. That's a good one. You're I already moving? have that one. You do have that one? Okay. Yeah. You are moving? Yeah. I didn't know you were moving. Probably in the next like month or two. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't have any idea. Super fun. Boy, I'm going to be out of town that weekend. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, they love to help you. But did, did, they did say on air a couple of weeks ago that they buying her grandmother's house or something? Yep. Oh, is that, oh yeah. is that what you're doing? Yeah. So you are going to do that? Yeah. So, so you, should, you should probably take the, take the dough out of your house and just pay for it, can't you? Pretty much what I'm going to do. Well, there you go. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I'll just be where I am, hanging out <laughs> at the house. You know, yeah. it'll be unbelievable. You go out, do you ever play the, uh, the improv in Palm Beach, in West Palm Beach? Um, she... I, I didn't know there was one there. I, I used to play. Is that by Miami? Because I played the Miami Improv. 77 miles north of 
Okay, no. I, I've done Jacksonville. I don't know that whole area, but yeah, I don't think I've done that one. Yeah, that's good. You, yeah, if you if you can get booked there, you should play it. Yeah, I it's love Florida. Big, I love going you know. out there. It's fun, dude. Yeah, it is. It is a good time. Yeah, There's no doubt about it. But you would like to, except for the. They serve food during the show, and therefore it gets really noisy. They kind of do that everywhere, though, and it does do suck. They know? Yeah, I hope, yeah I, that's... that's why I like drinkers in the crowd. They, <laughs> they want to maintain that buzz, like, get food out of my system. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, that, that, that's the one thing. It's a big room, like uh-huh. a really big room. But there's always somebody with clinking dishes or silverware or some damn thing. So yeah, that's so weird. It's work. it's it's weird sometimes. I'll be like looking around, like especially if you're like in the middle of a joke, and then you got a waitress or like right in the very front taking an order, and you're like, should I acknowledge this or should I just keep going? And I'll just keep going usually, but like sometimes you'll be like, hey, what's that? <laughs> what do you, you know, everyone obviously sees your order. <laughs> so do you, do you ever work with uh, Andy Kindler? No, I've never worked with him actually. I know Phenomenal him, but I've never guy. I've never worked with him. Yeah. I've known him for years and years. He, he's a great guy. So we go see him, he's in town, we go see him and there's a guy right next to the stage and he's been drinking the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, with the opener and the feature and he's, he's messing with everyone and, like uh, yeah. So and he's literally from about me to JB, right? He's I, I'm sitting here and that would be Andy Kindler. Mm-hmm. So Andy walks out and he, you know how he goes after uh, uh, Red Bull, and he just hates Red Bull and he rips on Red Bull all the time. So he holds up this can and he goes, "Red Bull, you drink enough, you make you want to kill yourself." And the guy says, "Why don't you?" Oh, like, wow! What? He goes, "What?" He goes, "Why don't you kill yourself?" And so Andy's like looking for me in the eyes, like, "Where is Tom?" <laughs> How do you handle something like that? Does that ever happen to you? Yeah, I get. Oh my god! It's interesting because I like. I don't really. I try to keep things so fast paced on stage where I don't let anyone like. And if I hear someone about to, I'll just go over them because I'm louder, (laughs) you know. And I'll just keep. I'll pretend it didn't happen, you know. Uh, But sometimes you do have to like deal with someone. It's weird, and then it's usually. But it's usually like that. The person's drunk, so they're automatically right. the bad guy. So everyone's kind of like, okay, yeah. get this guy out of here. God, I tell you. How do you deal with bachelorette parties? Oh, man, dude. <laughs> I tried to, try to hook up with one of them after well, the show. <laughs> no, I... Uh, it's up, dude. You see a bunch of those, like, everyone's got dildos in their hair yeah, and stuff. Yeah, they all hats yeah. with the penises hanging off of the front. Yeah, bachelorette parties are very interesting <laughs> at comedy. Because it's all about them. And it's like you're coming to a show where this right. guy on stage is trying to be the main center of attention, but they want to be the center of oh, attention. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very interesting dynamic there. God, I saw, I can't remember who it was that I saw, but four bachelorette parties okay. on the same night. Four of them. I mean, they were penis hats everywhere. Yeah, that's like a comedian's hell right there. Yeah. When you <laughs> go like to hell, hell. yeah. Especially. I mean, he's on, on stage and they're like, oh, it was a woman, actually. I was trying to think of who it was. I don't remember. But they're like, turn around. She's up on stage and they're like, yeah, so anyway. Yeah, oh, dude, God. it's such a... People do get, become jerks sometimes when they drink and start like... Uh, well, not me. Not me, I do. No. <laughs> God, I'm surprised. Uh... Mordal actually, that was very nice of what you did for Mordal today. Oh, dude, it's so funny because like nice. I'm, yeah, dude, I was watching him like as a younger, you know, he's like my favorite. I think I voted for him on that show, man. <laughs> oh, last yeah, comic yeah. standing, yeah. 
Well, he got beat by Dat Fan, but you know. that's right. That, oh man, is he even around anymore? Um, I, every now and then I see him pop up and like doing like some random shows. But yeah, he really like. Uh, that's interesting. He lost a lot of respect from commi- like people did not like him, huh? No, not too much, I guess. That's I never, I never talked to him. I never met him, but I remember it was well, it was Rich Voss. And Dave Mordahl that lost to Dad Fan. Dude, right? So funny. Like, wow. God, have you you guys used to bring in Rich Voss all the time. Is he not, because I know he's, he, what the hell has he got some, it's not a TV show. He's got uh, something. He's going. got a podcast with uh, his wife, right? Oh, Bonnie that's right. McFarlane. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I haven't seen him at the club. I've been there about nine months myself. Haven't seen him yet. So Yeah, I don't know. What, I haven't seen, he hasn't been in town in a few years, actually. He's oh, always nice to me. He's a great he, was, guy. he was one of those dudes I met in New York that was like just really cool. He's you know? a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. He really is funny as hell too. Oh my god! Yeah, his and crowd he, work is like. Stellar. He and Mort all together going after each other. You got to be there. <laughs> I bet you that is oh, great. Oh my god! Yeah. We'll be right back. A couple of minutes more. Right up to this with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Ooh, a little rock the Casbah. Now we're talking. I'm kind of in a punk rock mood today. Why is that? I don't know. It's Friday. It is Friday. I was jamming to it in my car. I'm like, oh, it's one of those, you know, kick off the weekend punk rock day, I guess. <laughs> it's going to be bad this weekend. I use music therapy a lot. I do. Why do you need music therapy? You only got that one kid. <laughs> one. Plus ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have a tendency to put my headphones in a lot at home and just jam out to music. It's funny because guys come in here and they think that Cassie's like 25 years old and just got out of college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's got 11 kids, man. Mm. That's wild. Well, I I didn't give birth to eleven, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's like be like a Pez dispenser. But um, <laughs> you flagging at me that you like a Pez dispenser. I don't know, flappy head. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, we I we have a blended family, so mm. we do have some adult children. 
that live on their own, but we have like six school age kids in the house that we have to manage. That's so, interesting. Yeah. I had a lot of stepdads. I know a blended um, family. That's always interesting. That's tough. Yeah. Well, we have it ranges from almost seventeen down to seven, so there's kind what? of this range. Oh wow. Yeah. So it, it. But you want to know what though? I am blessed because they actually all get along pretty well. They do. Yeah. That's good. The only one. The only one I have issues with my youngest because he's seven, and all the other ones are teenagers. So yeah. he wants to be around them. Well, yeah. they don't want to be annoyed by their little, you know, the little brother. Mm-hmm. And so that can have some contention to it. But other than that, they get along great. So yeah, I my, can't complain. In my family, my, my, I, have an old, I have an older brother, two older sisters, and three younger brothers. Seven mm-hmm. people in the family. Oh, wow. 22 years apart. Wow. I mean, That's my mother had wow. a baby in the house every year for 22 years. I can't even imagine what that'd be <laughs> like. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, my brother's nine years older than me, and my youngest brother is, uh, God, he's like 15 years younger than me. Somewhere. That's how my family is, too. My older brother is oh, 10 yeah. years older. My little brother is like nine years younger. Yeah, I mean, it's... It is weird, yeah. It's like, it what were you weird. thinking, lady? <laughs> <laughs> mom, lady, yeah, mom. Like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> uh, so what do they think? What do, what do the older and the younger younger brothers think? About oh, the they're career? cool. They like me and everything. Yeah, my little my older brother. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I used to work with my older brother. He's a locksmith. I would like. You were a locksmith. I was a locksmith, man. Yeah. You don't pick locks anymore. Yeah, kind of. I'm not that great, but like, <laughs> I remember one time I got locked out of the locksmith shop. And it was, yeah, people were walking yeah, by. That's and not like, good. Yeah, they were like, ah, oh, this is fun. I'm like, yes, I see the irony of this uh, <laughs> situation right here. I see. <laughs> that's yeah. phenomenal. God, you got locked out of the box. I did, show. man. So did you get in? Yeah, the owner came by with a key. Oh, so you couldn't break it? No. Well, you got to have tools, man. Everyone thinks oh, you that you could just, you just you. some magical, like. Well, you you got those just, little, those yeah, the picks. The picks. Those yeah. are great, yeah. They work? Yeah, they do. Really? They do. It's interesting, yeah. Especially, yeah. When you, it's it's cool. It's a sense of accomplishment too. It's one of those jobs where it's like un, it's uh, completing a puzzle or something. Once you do it, you're like, oh, nice, dude, completed. God, I have a brother, Todd. He's five years younger than me. Mm-hmm. So we went out one night and had a little fun. Went to the bars, hung out, and all the rest of it. We get home, and I'm like, oh man, I didn't bring my house key. He goes, well, I don't have mine either. I said, we don't. So the door is locked. <laughs> we, neither one of us have a house key. What are we gonna do? He goes, I can, I can get in. Don't worry about it. Walks over. Bam! Right through the window. Just punched the window. He goes, see, we're in. Like, oh really? my gosh! Okay, well, that is some drinking involved yeah, right there. The you get that cockiness. Oh, like, yeah. it was the booze talk. Yeah, man, when I was a kid, being around that. Oh God! I have a brother who's seven years younger than me. Still gets thrown out of bars for fist fights. He's like, <laughs> you're sixty. Why don't you calm down? Yeah. One time to dial it back. But, you know, I did Get thrown out of Denny's. Come on, man. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Oh, my God. One of my favorite things ever. Moved to Jack- You're talking about Jacksonville. I moved mm-hmm. to Jacksonville, Florida, back when I was, like, 25 years old to work at WAPE Radio. I get there. I don't know anybody. Right? I don't know anybody in town. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. So I go, well, I'll go to the Waffle House. I've never been to a oh Waffle my House. God. I go to Waffle oh, House, right? Yeah. I go in there. And there are two women sitting in his booth, and they both have big curlers in their hair. Right? It's like 2 o'clock in the morning, got curlers in their hair. And this third woman, with curlers in her hair, walks in, walks over to one woman and says, All right, you call my daughter a bitch. Boo! 
boom, punches her right in the face. I'm like, what? Where am I? <laughs> Welcome to Florida, Where am I? <laughs> Why did I do this? It was like, oh, God. I'll never forget that as long as I live. It's just, but I did learn one thing very, very quickly. And maybe, you know, growing up in Texas, I don't know if you had to do this or not, but in Jacksonville, if you went a little south and you got out of the city, you had to talk like this, or they wouldn't talk to you. Honestly, God, you had to imitate their accent. Oh, or yeah. They wouldn't even... Oh, you're a city slicker, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was you're like from you're 15 from minutes north of here, I can tell. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. But, man, you had, to put the, you had to put the accent on, and then you were just fine. That's weird. As soon as you get out of any city, it yeah. becomes like, really like, hey, man, you ain't been outside of Los Angeles, have you? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. It's still California, man. It's still California. No, it's true. But it's true everywhere. Here... Like, I, I grew up in Minneapolis, and if I go up north, I cannot understand what they're saying. Oh, is it a lot? Is it like the uh, oh, the, the uh, oh, Fargo yeah, type oh, of? It's that stuff. That's interesting. That's Please, a cool accent. Yeah, I did, St. Paul. Oh, in St. Paul. So, you, I mean, you, so, do you know what I'm talking about, though? Oh, sure. You hear it when you go up north. It's it's maybe not as pronounced as like movies like Fargo make it seem. Oh, but it does sound like that to me. Well, it's, it's there. <laughs> it's, it's there. Like, uh... Yeah, like that guy that called in last week who was talking about fishing, the uh, the fishing open. Yeah, I could hear it's thick with him. So Yeah, Babe Winkleman. Yeah. So, yeah, you get out on yeah. the lake and you got some eel pot out there. I'm like, what are you saying? I don't even know what, it, yeah. what is that? He's speaking English. I'm speaking English. Yeah, I'm speaking English. No, they got that, oh, yeah, that deal. It's like, mm, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah and oh. I'm wow. so bad at accents. So I had an audition the other day. I had to do like a Pittsburgh accent. You go on With YouTube. And all that. Yes, and you yeah. start researching. And it's like, oh, God, I'm so not going to get this. How Yin's doing? How Yin's doing, Kins? Yeah, how's you Kins <laughs> doing? Exactly it's like, right. Yeah. That's pretty good. I got she was like, I don't know, I didn't get the part, but. <laughs> oh, you didn't get the part? No, but I don't even think that show happened. In fact, no, it didn't get picked up. No. Oh, it didn't? Yeah. Oh, it was for a TV show? Yeah, yeah, it was during pilot season. So it never even got picked up. No, no, they did like one episode. So Pittsburgh, what was it? What was it about? What was, was it, it working about? at the steel mills at Deer Hunter Part Two? No, I, I'm trying. To th- I think it was like, I think it was about uh, blended family, like two uh, families coming together or something. Or no, uh, one of the kids, uh, an adopted kid, showed up and was like, oh, "I'm here. You're my dad." And wackiness ensued. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. were you the kid? No, no, I went in for, like, one of the brothers or something. Oh, really? Yeah. How old are you, ballpark? Me? Yeah. Oh, I'm 32. I was going to say, you're not very old. I know that. No, I've been, like, uh, I'm going to be 33, like, next month. It's crazy. You know when you Google you, it says you're 29? I saw that, and that's kind of cool, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if my agent's doing that or, like, my manager, but that's kind of dope. I take back what I said in the car about you being a young headliner. I know, he was, I didn't say anything either. He's like, you're a young headliner. You're actually right on schedule. No. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> that's real. No, you're yeah. still young. You are. That's nice, man. It's been a trip. Yeah, it's gonna hit me just one day hardcore. Like uh, I'll be very. It, it'll hit me like uh, that Indiana Jones movie where everyone got old. You know, when yes. they saw the Ark of the Covenant yeah, and stuff. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. it's gonna hit me like that. God, Nate, they're gonna close Snuffies. What the hell's that all about? I don't know, man. Don't people don't like ice cream anymore? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, they're closing the malt shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We used to go over there because Andy went to St. Thomas and used our daughter went to St. Kate's. So he used to live over there. We'd go over there all the time. But there's people, they're, they're announcing going to close Snuffies in like a month. And it's been there for 40 years or something. It's been there for a long time. So all these people 
have to comment on the story in the newspaper, the yeah. comment section. Well, if you didn't have to walk up three stairs to get in, it'd be a lot better. It's like, what? what? <laughs> it's three steps. That goes with what you are saying before about people don't want to eat upstairs. They don't. They don't. I mean, That's bad. interesting oh, out here. No, uh, I, I don't know, man. It's... Uh, it's one of those old school places. It's a, f- a fixture of St. Paul. It is. Are they going to do some like uh, fundraiser, like save Snuffies? I don't know. They're thinking about opening another one up, I think, in Highland. Well, they have a. Isn't there a Nelson's in St. Paul and Snelling now yeah. too? Like Nelson's in Stillwater. That's yeah. where yep. we would drive out to Stillwater just to go to Nelson's ice cream. That's how much we loved it from St. Paul. Yeah, I mean, where'd you grow up in St. Paul? Um, a few different neighborhoods. We kind of lived uh, by Mounds Park on the east side. That's basically where I grew up. I love that area. Um, we also lived in the Midway for a while. Lived in Como for a while. Just all over. Not a lot of dough in the family, huh? Um, no, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> have you? No, I can you, say that because where I grew up was like the poorest neighborhood in the entire state. Oh, uh, have you been to Mounds Park? Oh, it's gorgeous, man. It is, yeah. yeah. It absolutely yeah, is. It's, yeah. I mean, the rest of the east side, yeah, is not as pretty. Because <laughs> we were fine. <laughs> I like that. That was a good response. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Uh, we're all right. I'll say that. We're Dustin, right. it's kind of weird because even though I did as a teenager, I went to St. Paul, mm-hmm. They they don't do that. Minneapolis stays in Minneapolis, and St. Paul stays in St. Paul. That's interesting. It's it's, it's weird. weird. Yeah, the, the kids I grew up with in St. Paul have this weird phobia about going to Minneapolis. It's really strange. Minneapolis got the other way. Like, what do you think is going to happen to you over there? Just you know, know, just because everybody has a handlebar mustache and is wearing you know, <laughs> wearing overalls or whatever. It's Freddie Mercury town. The hip, the hipsters, yeah, the hipsters are all right. They're not going to hurt you. They're yeah, just going to judge you silently. I mean, seriously, they're like, I'm not. Why did they put a bridge across a river? I'm not going over there. It's like, <laughs> what? But yeah, Minneapolis won't go there, and St. Paul won't come here. And I, I don't. I've never understood why that was. I love not knowing geography too, because it's all still mysterious to me. Yeah, you know? yeah. it's like ah, wait, St. Paul. That could be. Who knows where it is? Mm-hmm. St. Paul. Google Great Google maps. This. I'm still about that with like 90 percent of the cities people talk about. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, it's over in uh, Clearwater. It's like I don't know where that is. Well, that's true. But you don't pay attention to that kind no. of stuff. <laughs> no, I do not. You don't like direct. What do you, do you have to use? What the hell is that called? I don't use it. GPS? GPS. <laughs> What's that called? I don't use it. I use it one time and it pissed me off and I never use it again. Like, really? Bitch. Oh, man. I got to use GPS. I can't even make my way out of this building without GPS. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What I like about GPS is, that, and I've heard they since changed it, but GPS back in the day would get you there the quickest way they possibly could. Always right through the ghetto. It was ah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. true. It's like, it does, does that sometimes. Or it'll make you turn left onto a busy street. Oh, like, yeah. I can't be turning left, man. No. Come but on. But one guy at the very beginning. It'd be easier to take three rights. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> one, when the first GPS first came out, GPS told a guy to turn left into a one-way, the going the other way, and he got killed. What? I mean, it's kind of on you, though, to, you know. It's like, yeah, to notice turn left the into the volcano. Well, I mean, you don't have yeah. to do it. No, you're right. GPS That's isn't, you know. You're right. Nothing no. bad's going to happen if you don't turn left into the death street. Is Texas like that? Like, like from town to town, it's completely different? Because San Antonio is not a whole like Houston. Yeah, you know? they are completely different. They're yeah, totally Dallas, different. and it's a, like a lot of miles in between each one. Yeah. Well, so Austin, yeah, is Austin's like a hipster. Liberalville, uh, yeah. Houston's yeah. like, hey man, you know. Dallas yep. is like, <laughs> oil that rich mine, <laughs> Jerry Jonesy <laughs> type. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a cowboy fan? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
You got to be a Cowboys. You got to, you know. There's no good from there, yeah. Well, Houston's got a good team now, too. Though. Yeah, but then, yeah, you can't. You know, I'll be honest with you, I liked everywhere I've ever been in Texas, but not Houston. I didn't like you. Like, and That's I was there. Weird. It's so funny. I was there like two weeks ago. Man, I was playing the joke joint. It was in like South Houston, which I guess isn't that great of an area. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was kind of weird. Someone came up after the show and was like, because I do some material about like the wall and stuff, but you know, I keep it lighthearted and jokey. And he was like, hey man, I heard what you were saying about the wall. I think we should put landmines on it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it's, top, it's starting to sound like Nick DePaulo. Dude, yeah. it's oh, bro, a little bit, yeah. I love, I love Nick, though. I His wife was like, no, let's, let's, come on, let's just go. And he was like, no, our troops are getting killed by land. And I'm like, dude, this is a comedy, some comic. Why are you yeah. talking to me about this? <laughs> I want to eat Whataburger after this, dude. <laughs> Everyone is a political commentator. No, no they are not. Everyone no is. Why? Remember it's when like, it, yeah, you work at a subway. You're not like a political science major. Yeah, no one's comfortable. Well, maybe you are, but yeah, no one's comfortable yeah, just being are. dumb, a little just dumb. You know, everyone's got to no, have an answer. Like, I don't no know. one can say I don't know. They're embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Like, you go up to yeah, someone and say like, "What do you think about the twelve dimensions of string theory?" They're like, "Uh, yeah, the twelve. I don't know. Thirteen might be better." Yeah, they can't just say I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, as long as Trump ain't in the fourteen. <laughs> yeah, 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 they say yeah, something right. like that. You know, like God, I still just find it. how do you. As a president, say that the the head of the Democratic Party is insane, and then she says, uh, "I don't care about impeachment. I'd rather see him in prison." It's like, what? Where are we headed here? Now things are nuts right they now. They really are. Nuts. I'm checking out. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I mean, at 32 years old, forget it. It's like don't even pay attention to that for at least another 50 years. Yeah, Good right. Just God. let it settle. You guys figure out what to do. Tell me whenever the heads are done rolling. You know. Always a pleasure, pal. Enjoy your your bar. Thank you. I got my kind bar right here. I've got some shows tonight. This will be fun. That's tonight and tomorrow night. Yes, tonight. That's very cool. Two tonight, two tomorrow night. 7.39.45 tonight, 7 to 9.30. See, I got that down there. Yeah, you killed it. <laughs> that was that, that was Nate's wry sense of humor right there. Is what that was. No, every time I hear the radio, I think like, oh, is he going to have to ask Steve or whoever yeah. what time the shows are? And then you're always on it, and I'm always like silently impressed. <laughs> silent, silent. It's like my wife; she's silently impressed. She just sits there and smiles. <laughs> I just sit and smile. Yeah, that's good. Gotcha. Thanks for coming in. Thanks Great for having me, man. Thanks, it's good seeing you again. Thanks, Tom. Pleasure. We'll be back. The family.